been away Haven't changed, had much to say But man, I still think them cats are great They were asking if you were around How you was, where you could be found I Told them you were living downtown Driving all the old men crazy What she'd got Man, when I tell you she was cool, she was red hot I mean she was steaming And that time over at Johnny's place Well, this chick got up and she slapped Johnny's face Man, we just fell about the place If that chick don't want to know, forget her How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing wonderful. How are you? There we go. Nice. Welcome to Red Sound Review. We are back. It's been two weeks. How's everybody been? <laughs> Holy shit. I guess you've been doing better than I've been. Hey, Greg, how was work? Eh. Uh. This is going to be a great episode. Uh, <laughs> well, good thing this is a, a short little spot here. Because actually, in a few minutes, you'll be seeing an interview with Michael Denner. We talked Yeah! Me and Greg uh, talked to him a couple of days ago, and it went very well. And actually, it was, cool yeah, it was a very long interview. Most of it wasn't for this episode, but it will be on at some point. So, uh... Just stay tuned for that. But uh, big news. Actually, uh, good thing Michael Denner is on this episode. Uh, the Merciful Fate reunion was announced today. 
Yes, along with a lot of misinformation that King Diamond tied to it. Yes. Classic beginning line up my ass. Yeah. I, I, uh, I mean, it's cool that they're back, but for them to not have Michael Denner back in the band... Well, that and then they're advertising it like him and Hank are. You know, Mike Weed's a good guitar player and so is the other guy and they can play the songs okay but they don't have Hank and Mike sound and they never will. No. And and they're they're saying that they have uh, a couple new songs that they're going to play on this uh, tour that they're doing and they're only going to play stuff from like what the Melissa album and the uh, Don't Break the Oath or something? They're, they're just doing Melissa, Don't Break the Oath, and I think there's like a song or two maybe from the EP mixed yeah. in there. Yeah, and then they're going to do new songs that are sort of in the same vein as the you know first two albums. I don't see it. Yeah, yeah you know, <laughs> and me neither. You, you know, though, I'm wondering, though, because, you know, I've heard the stories and the rumors that that Nine lineup had another album, at least in the writing process. So I'm mm-hmm. wondering if he's just using that unused material and he finished it off. Yeah, that's probably what's going on. Going on. What do you think about the Saxon? I think Noggle sounds very jaded about the whole deal. And he's a he's a huge Merciful Fate fan, so I'm not sure where to go with this. To be honest, I honestly could give a fuck less, one way or the other. Yeah. But I support Snowy Shaw and his uh, his uh, you know vengeance on animal haters. <laughs> so I'm all in. Well, I he's am not, all in. He's not involved with it either, though. Oh, well, then I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Snowy hasn't been with Merciful Fate since uh, crap. But ninety-four, ninety-four-ish. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, a little information would be great if once that I come on and try to talk <laughs> about something I know nothing about. Well, but I, I see Greg is not um, real psyched about this, and he's the educated one. So, I mean, well, you are too, obviously, Nooner. But uh, I know Greg. For a lot of these years, he's a huge Merciful Fate fan, and uh, he doesn't seem all that excited. So, where do I go? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm happy Fate's coming back, um, but I really wish it would have been with at least Michael Denner in the lineup. And yeah. it's a shame it didn't go that way. Right. Especially never- since you know, and well, who even knows if if he'll tour anywhere else besides that festival he has planned i mean you know let, let let's well, not pretend yeah. like king diamond keeps all his promises here you know? <laughs> um <clears throat> so but just i i can't get that excited about them you know doing them two albums in their entirety without michael and hank right yeah and the other thing that got me too was um they mentioned about timmy not playing bass when it was actually he actually announced it today to me himself on his Facebook, and it was also on Blabbermouth and everything about uh, Timmy is um, going through cancer right now, and he's not yeah. doing very well. So they knew he was sick. So I mean, maybe he thought he was doing better. I don't know, but Joey. So who Barrett, exactly is going to be playing these festivals or these gigs? Anybody uh, from Merciful Fate or yeah, Kim yeah, and, and yeah, Hank Sherman, and that's about it. Wait, Hank's there? Hank Sherman and King for Merciful Fate. And that's it? I, They're calling that Merciful Fate? Yeah. And then Mike Weed, Mike Weed, obviously. Perfect. Huh, I didn't think... Well, why why know, wouldn't Hank Sherman... I, huh? Why wouldn't Hank Sherman be there? Because I didn't think I saw his name when I was reading well, that. They would replace both Hank and uh, Michael Denner? I thought he did. No, when I was reading no, it. No, then then that would re- really be messed up. Oh, well, that was part of it the would reason be a I King was so Diamond pissed. Show. I mean, you know, it well, Hank's there. It's probably yeah. will be worth seeing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, Joey Vera from um, Armored Saint and uh, Fate's Warning, he's playing bass. Um, uh, let's just say Jerry, Joey Vera from fucking uh, Armored Saint. 
Yeah. Don't mention Fate's Warning because <laughs> I saw him with Fate's Warning and it was terrible. Yeah. And uh, Mike, I we... went to see Fate's Warning just for Joey Vera. Yeah. And it was terrible. Fate's <laughs> Warning is a horrible band. Anybody that's listening to me, leave your comments. Please do. Let your band <laughs> suck. Please. Really? Yes. Oh, I liked them. Fate's Warning is an awful fucking horrible fucking piece of shit band. <laughs> Always has been since the first album. The first album was cool. The Spectre Within was cool. But everything after that... Oh, wow. Strong words. But anyway, Mike uh, Mike Weed's going to play the other guitar. And uh, Bjorn Holm is uh, the drummer. So basically everybody from Nine except for uh, the bass player. Which I don't even remember who the hell the bass player was. Was that Charlie D'Angelo? I think Charlie he's a, D'Angelo. Yeah. Yeah. And he's an arch enemy, so he's way too busy. Yeah. So obviously he wouldn't be back. But, you know, yeah, it's cool to have him back, but... Well, my opinion changes slightly now that I know Hank's there. But, <laughs> I mean, I'm still, without him and Michael, you know, I saw them in, in like, 99 yeah. with that lineup and it was a show but it just wasn't the same right so what's been going on saxon i mean you uh you're on tour now with all these uh this lightning gig you got what's up yeah uh um, how's that been my life is better than yours and my life is better than king uh, of diamonds obviously well i don't know about that but okay <laughs> <laughs> What do you want me to say right now? You want a true uh, Uncle Zach's story? Give us a story. We haven't heard a story in a while. I think the last couple of weeks I've been cutting you off. Well, before our vacation. That's true, huh? What, what's up yeah. with that? I don't know. I think we had guests on, didn't we? Yeah, we did have a guest on last. Uh, yeah, we... we did. We had guests on. So well, let's be honest. I'm the best fucking guest that this show has ever had. Other than uh, Tom Cox. Roxton. He was yeah. cool. Yeah, he was. Um, nice. I wasn't here for the team Otolki, but I watched that, and he was, he was dead on. Yeah. Man, we, we haven't had, had a lot bad. of good guests on this show, don't we? We do. Yeah. We, I haven't had a bad one yet. You know what's coming up, Nooner? Or we have. What's had a coming bad up in the future? What's coming up? Well, obviously, Michael Denner's to, uh, on this episode. Uh, All right. The following week, we have Lord Tim from the band Lord. And after that, we have uh, the band Timeless Haunt. I believe the whole band's coming on. So that'll be new. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. So is that going to be like six squares instead of three? Or how's that work? I, we might have like eight squares. I have no idea. It could turn into a square orgy. It could be. It could be. Uh, what was that uh, That show, Circle Takes the Square? What the hell was that show? Uh, Hollywood's Hollywood Squares. squares. $64,000 Pyramid with yeah. Paul Lynn. We had a show once when and uh, we had Pete and we had uh, Marcus come on to talk right about on. the uh, yeah and then every time he would talk like the screen would change and everybody would move in different areas so that'll be weird. Yeah, that was strange. Yeah, it was strange. But all right, you got a story for us? Uh sure. I've always got a story for you. Hey kids, everybody gather around. It's time for stories with Uncle The year was, I don't know, fucking, let's call it 1984. Okay. 1984, that sounds about right. I was 15 years old. I was going to see Dio for the first time. And I had never had hard liquor before. Wow. I was bummed out about my girl at the time. Her name was Kara Kenny. Ooh. I won't go into that situation. There's a lot of shit that built up to this, but my buddy Edster, Ed Kozlowski, rock on Edster, he um, gave me a drink. He called it a drink. I said, fucking fine, I'll drink it. It was uh, a glass of of uh, brandy, a Tweety Bird glass from um, uh, that you used to get back at, uh, well, way before you guys' time, but Burger King, okay. you know. Would yeah, be yeah. like a uh, a collector's glass. Yeah, but it yeah I used to get people. those. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. yeah. 
So he filled it up with brandy and put like a splash of Sprite in there just to fucking satiate me. I was ignorant. He goes, here, drink this. It'll make you feel better. Blip, 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 blip. Slam. I'm still bummed out, man. This chick fucked me over. Did my best friend. Here is another one. Dip, dip, dip. Drink this. It'll make you feel better. Blip, 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 blip. Five minutes later, we were we were having ice cream, and I'm picking fuzzies off of the ice cream because I dumped it on the carpet. I'm like, I need this ice cream, and there's fuzzies on it. I gotta get the fuzzies off my ice cream. Then I went and threw up for like two hours. <laughs> And then we went to deal, and I put on eyeliner. It's the only time I ever put on eyeliner in my life. But they talked me into it because, you know, I was in a bad way. I was in a bad way with a girl, (laughs) and I was fucked up on brandy. I haven't drank a brandy since. They're like, hey, put on eyeliner. We're going to deal. All right. In the middle of the story. What the hell's going on here? Come on. <laughs> That's your true Uncle Saxon story. Oh, by the way, oh, it ended? it's 2019 now. <laughs> it is. Fuck them. Fuck Eric Henny. <laughs> right. I, I thought you got a haircut. I did get a haircut. Where? I, I didn't get. It. I didn't go as extreme as you, Nooner. But oh well, I had no choice. Got a haircut. Look, from the pictures, it looked like you uh, you cut it all off. Well, I was fooling you. It was an illusion, and you don't like it. You used your illusions. Oh, life no. is just an illusion. <laughs> just have to have to throw an axe reference in there to cover up the crappiness. You like so passive. Real quick. Dragon, please throw your fucking poison arrows on <laughs> Nooner's head right now. Your 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 angry fires of a thousand angry fires. I I I did because Guns and Roses is horrible. Thank you. And that's your Uncle Saxon's true Hollywood story. Or Thanks for that. What do we call it? I don't even know. That's good. Thanks. Yeah, yeah I think we were calling it the true Hollywood. The true uh, Hollywood Saxon story or something. I don't know. doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, good, you mentioned Dio. Uh, one last thing. There was a um, at the Wacken uh, Open Air Fest going on right now. They made oh. a bunch of... Yeah, yeah, Wacken, whatever. Uh, yeah. They, yeah, they made a bunch of uh, statues. You ever see those statues where they're made out of like uh, car parts, old car parts? Sure. Yeah, well, they made a couple. Uh, one was uh, with, of Lemmy. And I forgot who the other one was, but there was also... He takes the fucking headphones off. I'm in the middle of talking. How rude. I know. So rude. Oh, yeah. I mean, we we know what happened. Somebody fucked up making a statue of a leprechaun, so they said, screw it, let's <laughs> pretend it's Dio. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> doesn't even look like Dio. I'll put a picture of it up on the screen here, but oh, my God. It's it hilarious. It really does look like oh, a Rocky Dennis project. kid from Mass. It, <laughs> it does. It's a beautiful lady. It, it looks like a lot of different things, but it's it's pretty bad. But I, it's a cool tribute. But I don't know. <laughs> uh, we need to make you know, a statue of uh, what? It's so weird. Uh, he, he talks. I can't yeah. hear you guys. I can't hear anything that you guys are saying. And I yeah. do want to hear what you guys are saying to hear the interaction between the three of you. Yeah, I keep telling her to watch the show. <laughs> I know, but it's just way different. How can she not hear me? She's got headphones on. Oh, because you guys all have the headphones on, and I can't hear what you guys are saying. Oh, oh, oh. but you can hear me now, is what you're saying. All right, yeah, I now I can okay. hear you. Yes, okay. he, right. he, he bestowed me with the headphones. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, go back to whatever you guys were doing. Oh, by the way, we're pretty fucked up right now. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. He said we should go back to whatever we were doing. Oh, bye. But wait till we get off the screen first. <laughs> he said we should wait till we get off the screen. Oh, I was just gonna hang the fuck up right there. <laughs> I love both of you. I think Thanks. it's fantastic, and I well, really hope. It's, I I know I, I've met you. I hope to meet you at some point. No, uh, no, yeah, you, you don't want to meet Junior. He's he's 
He seems like a fantastic guy. Uh, <laughs> not really. Not really? No, no this, is all, this is all fake. It's a facade. <laughs> Again, life's just an illusion, you know? Yeah, life that's right. just an illusion. And then there's you, Mr. Man. Smoke another bowl, dude. Oh, yeah. I'm not even sure I really exist most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> and that's your true Uncle Saxon's Hollywood story of the night. <laughs> All right, guys. All right. Okay, I'm, t- I'm taking I love everybody. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you very much for... See ya. All right. Enjoy Michael Denner. Enjoy Michael Denner. He just left. <laughs> Enjoy the Michael Denner interview. Right? We had a lot of fun with this, right, Greg? Oh, yeah. It was a great interview. Um, yeah, I, I feel kind of bad now. I ragged on a reunion so bad, but I really didn't see Hank Sherman's name in there. I mean, Oh, really? You no. Know. I'm surprised. Yeah. So I was wondering why you were so down on that. Well, you, you know, I, I, was re- I was reading it at work, and... Um, <clears throat> busy day not that great of a day and i just kind of skimmed through it real fast but um you know i didn't see michael's name and i could have sworn i didn't see hank's either and i probably because i read it so fast i thought it had said mike weed and some other name and that's when i was like oh this is ridiculous (laughs) that would i then i would understand you know being upset about it but but um you know when i saw them on the nine tour originally that uh that was the show i was at where you know i'm not going to tell the whole story again now i i'll save it for when we do our surprise thing but that was yeah. the one where king said just for you satan's fall you know wow. and they that that was a good show and they were pretty tight then um i w- i kind of am curious as to how they're gonna sound though yeah, we'll find out. But be... um, still, I'm very disappointed. Michael isn't part of it. Yeah, he's ready, willing, and able. But... I know. Oh well. Well, this and... gives him uh, more opportunity to, to focus on his uh, new band, Dinner's Inferno. So. Yep, and Inferno is great, as yeah. everybody will hear soon. Yeah. I really enjoy it, and uh, you know, then there's still Denner Sherman too. Yeah, there's still Denner Sherman. And actually, too, I, I forgot why we had him on, because he was having problems with the, his battery on his phone. He was dying, so we're kind of you know running the thing a little quick. But uh, everybody can go to his uh, Facebook page, facebook.com slash Denner's Inferno, and all the information for the new EP is up on there and everything, so you guys can buy the... Uh, actually, I just bought it the other day. I bought, actually, the uh, CD and the vinyl. And it's only limited to 500 uh, copies of each, so... Definitely go with oh, really? the copy. I'm gonna have yeah. to. Yeah, I'm gonna have to jump on that. <laughs> yeah, yep. The first EP is up there right now, so go, you know, go take a look at that. And uh, yeah, anything else you guys say? Nope, not really. All right, sounds good. Well, thank you guys for, uh, you know, uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say here. Thanks Just watch Michael Denner. Tuning in this. Tuning in. And enjoy Michael Denner. Exactly. Enjoy Michael Denner. We will be back next don't, week. What's that? Don't mind us. We're all tired and irritable, and this we we kind of did this off the cuff. So yeah, we, we apologize for the slip and slide. <laughs> yeah, this was a last minute thing. So uh, yeah, enjoy Michael Denner, and we will be back next week with Lord Tim from Lord. Adios, guys. Bye. Now here's the Back Sound Review special interview. And today we have a special guest, very special guest. This guest is probably, I don't know, maybe to want to, I don't want to make any other guests seem like, you know, they weren't a big deal. But this guest, I mean, he's a big deal. Right, Greg? It's, it's, it's like the second coming of Jesus, almost. <laughs> kind of, almost. Yeah. <laughs> if you believe in that guy. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> We're here with Michael Denner. Yeah. Yeah, hi. Guitarist <laughs> from Merciful Fate and King Diamond. How's it going, Mike? Oh, great! Thanks. Perfect. Going very great. I'm very, very pleased to finally release uh, my my uh, my new record. You know, and uh, I'm I'm having a good time doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just released the uh, video. What what was the song that video's for? 
it's uh, uh, Fountain of Grace. Yes. Okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It came out uh, last week, right? I think last week. Yeah. 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 It's very cool. It's got like that. Uh, you know, it's a black and white video, right? Yeah. It's got uh, like a lot of uh, horror movie type themes and stuff. It's very cool. Yeah. Evokes uh, images of like Nosferatu and yes. old silent movies. Yeah. yeah, it's my passion for all horror movies. Uh, I have it. I had a chance to uh, to do my first very first script for a music oh. video. <laughs> so oh, really? uh, I spend I spend days, uh, you know, going through all these old uh, silent movie horror flicks, and uh, find small parts who fits uh, for the music uh, I did, you know. So mm. so I hope people enjoyed it. And for me, it's a tribute to the old masters, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's very cool. I like the song a lot. It's got a lot of uh, doomy. Influences oh, yeah. in it, yeah. And a lot of, like, it's also because I've, uh, I've always been a, a big fan of the, the doomy side of uh, heavy metal and heavy rock. You know, uh, mm. obviously the uh, old Black Sabbath stuff and uh, Candlemass, uh, Trouble, and so on. You know, they've always been a, uh, among my favorite bands. Mm. So, yeah, that's me uh, also of, uh, a tribute to them, <laughs> if you can say that. <laughs> Reminds me of Deep Purple a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Another one of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> Scorpions, yeah. yeah. Making a lot of money, I, I yeah. can imagine. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. They, they were always one of my favorite bands, too. I mean, he, he picked a good one. They don't really Oh, yeah, do, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of the, of the things they did with the Uli Roth. Uli Roth. Me, too. Oh, okay. yeah. Virgin Killer and, uh, uh, you know, Take It By Force uh, yeah. uh, in Trance. In Trance. Yeah, and that guitar work—it's <laughs> amazing. I saw—I saw actually I saw them live when they just uh, uh, released uh, in trance in the mid seventies wow. in Copenhagen. They were supporting a band called the Sweet in uh, Copenhagen. And, and oh, okay. uh, Sweet were huge here at that point in, in mid seventies. So uh, when Scorpions came in, completely unknown. Uh, all the kids, uh, 5,000 kids started, uh, we won't sweet, we won't sweet. And then uh, they started to play, and I was sitting there, second row, uh, just, wow, what the hell is this? And the guitarist, man, it, it was amazing. Actually, I, I met Uli, Uli Roth, in, uh, I played in uh, Tel Aviv in Israel as, as an all-star jam, and he was really? there. And I said, I saw you in uh, 1976 in Copenhagen supporting... Oh, Brøndby Harlen in, in Copenhagen. <laughs> you remember that? That's you, you know. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, cool. Amazing so, guitarist. Mm. Oh, I agree. Um, my my favorite Scorpion song of all time is one of his, "We'll Burn the Sky" from Taken. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, that's a great one. Song. <laughs> yeah, Michael B. I mean. Uh, Picture life, uh, uh, backstage. The, the, the songs on uh, uh, on Virgin Killer, uh, because of the guitaring, it's it's amazing what he can play. It's, yes. I mean, still to this day, you know, I mean, not many guitarists can play what he did. Uh, I mean, that's that's well over forty years ago. I mean, that man was smoking. <laughs> what a brilliant guitarist. Oh mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, just look at Robot Man. Real short song, but uh, he he tears it up on there in a way. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, with his sound and his shit. You know, of course he's inspired by Hendrix, but there's so much more in it. There's so much more in his playing. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah, and his feel is uh, exceptional. Really, really, I mean, these uh, these Hanover guitarists. You know, Michael Schenker, <laughs> Uli Roth, and uh, I mean, come on. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It's very, very high on my list. But then again, you can also hear it on my own playing. I was, I was very inspired by these guitarists. You know, I have, so yeah, the, the Northern Europe, uh, uh, the Hanover style, as Snowy called it. <laughs> yes. He <laughs> say I play Hanover guitar, <laughs> <laughs> and I take that as a big, big compliment. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, th I think that's one of the reasons I got uh, into Merciful Fate so easily is because of the guitars, because you guys do, do especially your playing, reminds me. A little bit of Uli, and I was huge into that era of wow. Scorpions. I'm really, I'm really proud that you say that, man. Because this, uh, I mean, Uli is—he's uh, a big, big hero for me. I mean, definitely on my top, top five guitar, <laughs> guitar list. Yeah. Yeah, you mm. both make my top ten. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Thanks. <laughs> Who is the the guitarist that got you into playing guitar? Uh, actually, my, it was my father, who was a blues guitarist in the late 60s. Uh, 
Okay. He said, "Yeah, he was sitting there because we. Uh, I mean, I'm. Uh, I think I, I'm one one uh, one sixteenth of me are uh, uh, gypsy. Mm -hmm. So we had a lot of the uh, gypsy uh, gypsies came to our, our home and uh, played with my father. Okay. So I was sitting there watching his fingers, you know, and uh, and I I started playing myself uh, in in around 1970, 71. Oh, so, cool. yeah, oh, that's nice." So that was inspired me in the beginning, but then uh, one of my very first heroes, in, uh, uh, of course, Jimmy Page from the Zeppelin, but uh -huh. also a guy called uh, Leslie West from the Bank Mountain. Oh sure. Okay. Yeah. He's a big, uh, I mean, a big influence for me, and uh, and also, and I I read that Michael Schenker's uh, uh, inspiration is uh, Leslie West as well. So oh, wow. so yes. uh, things are starting to get. I mean, then you 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 answer some questions by saying, oh, <laughs> he he got the same inspiration by by Leslie West, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And it's it's funny too. You you mentioned that because so so many of the bands I love you, and then we. We we're talking about them uh, that mentioned Leslie West, but also even Mick Ralphs from another one of my favorite bands, Mop the Hoople. Oh, yeah. That's who. Oh yeah, that company after that. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yeah, yeah. He says, yeah, Leslie. Yeah, it's West a very nice tone. Biggest... Yes, a very nice tone, Mick Ralph. You know, yeah. I saw Mop the Hoople uh, live here in Copenhagen, and uh, it was also right mid seventies. But they um, wow. they changed the guitarist. Mick Mick was not playing the band; he was in the bad company. So they picked uh, a guy called uh, Mick Ronson. Who played uh, with David Bowie? So I, when I saw them live, suddenly Mick Ronson was on stage with with Mott Hoople instead of uh, Mick Ralph. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, but it was yeah, a great wow. concert though. You, that that um that was the last tour they did before they dropped the Hoople from the name, and Ian Hunter left. Exactly. Uh, because, exactly. Yeah, because when Mick left, they had uh, Ariel Bender, Luther Grossbender from Spooky yeah. Tooth, and then he took off. So wow, that's amazing. Not very many yeah. people got to see those uh, shows. No, 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 and and then uh, Luther Crosser. Yeah, I mean, he he was an okay guitarist, but not in the same league as Miguel in my in my book. No, he, no, Miguel was a far better guitarist as I see it. You know, uh, more in my taste, definitely. Oh yeah, well you can go and uh, uh, just with Mata Hoople, their uh, nineteen seventy album Brain Capers. You know, oh, yeah. what he what he does is just so amazing on there and so unique. Mm -hmm. And then you have the hoople with uh, Grassvetter on it, which is is popular. It's glam rock. Some songs are cool, but um, yeah. not kind of lost their heart when they lost Mick. No, no. I mean, I mean, it's not. It's, it's the guitar. The guitar playing is not in the same league. I yes. mean, he he plays a bit a bit messy, as I hear it. You know, a bit like a chaotic <laughs> compared yes. to Mick Ralph, who is a more a basic blues blues rock guitarist. Uh, I saw Bad Company in '76 in uh, Copenhagen. You know, they, were, they just released the album uh, "Run with the Pack," and oh, Mick Ralph nice. was sharp. You know, he played great, great guitaring. You know, it was it was so cool. Yeah. To, to talk about to talk about uh, when we start talking about '70s uh, hard, hard and heavy, yeah. then I, I'm unstoppable, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's my big passion. I would love to talk about Blue Oyster Cold any day of the week. Oh, so. oh. <laughs> hey, don't get me started, man. <laughs> oh, you're, you're a fan of that too? Oh, yeah, 70, 78. Yeah, right. They had a, uh, the, the support act was uh, John Cougar Mellencamp. <laughs> he, was, <laughs> he was completely unknown at that point. He wow. was completely unknown. Wow. He, he did a good set, though. It was good rock, rock set. Yeah, he's though, got but, some uh, cool songs. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> But Blue Eyes the Call were they blew me away. They had this laser show, you know, as one of the first mm -hmm. bands ever to play it with laser. Wow. It oh, was yeah. amazing. Um, yeah. I, uh, I I watched uh, a documentary about that actually. They were mm. the first ones that developed that and mm. Kiss and everybody else would actually rent it from them. Wow. So now yeah. I always heard I always heard that Zeppelin was the first uh, laser act. No, I, I, I do believe it, it was like quite sensational when they did it uh, in, uh, way back in '78, uh, Blue Oyster oh. Cult, and oh. they did. They released uh, some Enchanted Evening, that live album. That was from mm -hmm. the same tour as I saw yep. them. Oh wow! Yeah, way back then. So, how did you get this band together? I noticed. I know uh, you. You've had so many other thing, other bands go. Um, I guess like in the works. I remember you had like um, a Trick Bag, right? Not too long ago. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a record I did five years ago, five or six years ago. And that was with the local people, you know, I've been knowing for this 30, 40 years. We did, we did this band for fun, a trick back, right. and uh, decided to do all cover songs, uh, just play for fun, you know, maybe a, a few live, live shows around Copenhagen area. Mm-hmm. And then this record company came and, and signed us. So <laughs> we were standing there with, uh, with only cover, cover songs, you know, <laughs> and were supposed to do an album. Mm. And that's what we did with uh, Trick Bad. It turned out great, but uh, then again, I was uh, I was hungry for more, you know, because yeah. I had some songs myself. I wanted to, I wanted to change it in a, a bit more heavy direction, mm. because that's what uh, what people who knows me expect, you know. Michael Dana need to play a bit more heavy, heavy rock, yeah. heavy metal type of music. Yeah. So uh, I changed. Um, I, I kept the bass player actually, <laughs> and uh, and and found uh, um, my old drummer from the Merciful Fate days, Bjarne Holm. Right, yeah. and uh, yeah. a singer from you from uh, New York called Chandler Mogul, and we did this okay. album. Yeah, yeah, he's he's got a good voice. He's um, very I can't describe maybe very soulful voice. Yeah, that sounds very soulful. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also because it was a big of a, a bit of a step for him because uh, he he um, he's, he he always he also worked with a band called Out Loud from Greece. Uh, who play okay. more melodic, uh, like a journey okay. type of uh, of, of uh, heavy, heavy rock, you know, hard rock. Mm-hmm. So for him, it was a big step to go in and uh, and uh, start recordings with Michael Dana, who's no. who's famous for Merciful Fate and King Diamond and so on. But yeah. he uh, he did a, he did a marvelous job. And uh, one one of the first thing I noticed with the guy was uh, we um, mm-hmm. we uh, he he uh, sent me a list of his records. His mm-hmm. uh, his he has a huge uh, record collection. Oh. And uh, it it was ki- kind of similar to my own, you know, a lot of old uh, hard rock from 70s and so on. So I think uh, I had a lot in common with this guy, you know, and uh, he turned out to be a very nice person. And he was a very easy guy to work with. I had ideas and he just did it like, boom, first one or two takes. And he, he knew exactly how I, what I was uh, aiming for, you know. Wow. So uh, it was it was very easy to uh, to uh, to start working with that guy. And he's, uh, I mean, it's it's been a, a pleasure for me mm. uh, to 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 get a singer who clearly understand where where I was going. You know, yeah. that was, that was how, how did you how did you get in, in uh, hooked up with him? Um, I was looking for a singer. I, I tried to. There's some Swedish singers I was uh, I was aiming for, you know, but they were very busy and ha- had big bands going and, and new records and so on. Because I couldn't find a, uh, I couldn't find a, a good guy here uh, in in Denmark to do what I was, uh, uh, what I had had in mind, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, my record company, he says, listen to this guy. They found him on the internet or something, you know. Oh. And they uh, they say, try to listen to this guy. And I say, wow, this could be the one. And then I sent him uh, a song. I, I believe that was uh, the the Fountain of Grace uh, the tune. Mm-hmm. And uh, he did his uh, version of it and then returned it to me. And I said, yes, this is the guy. Wow. Definitely. That's the one. So, so that's, it that's out. how it started. Yeah. <laughs> Very yeah. cool. Uh, now you have, when does the EP come out? It will be released on uh, the 25th of uh, August. Oh, okay. Excellent. Yeah. So and then uh, we get there will be another EP and then the album in uh, November. Oh, you're gonna have two EPs. Yeah, there oh, will be wow. one more. Yeah, and what I do with these uh, EPs, I of course I bring in songs which are not on the album. So you right, so you yeah. get something for your money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so, that's yeah, good. yeah. Just just to because uh, sometimes uh, it takes a long time to uh, to do these albums, you know, uh, uh, because there's a lot of um, there's a lot of uh, work to do for the people who, who do the pressing of vinyl. Mm-hmm. So uh, just to make the, the waiting not that long, you know, we 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 uh, decided to to give people something, uh, so the waiting will not be be for five months, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. How many songs are going to be on the EPs? Uh, the first EP there were three songs. Okay. Uh, approximately 20 minutes of music or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I, I do believe the second one uh, released in October will be maybe a little less, 12, okay. 15 minutes. Okay. And then we will go for the full album in uh, in November. But like I said, the yeah. singles, they will have songs, not, not uh, non-album songs. On yeah. it. 
to make it uh, worthwhile for for collectors and so on. You know, so you have you get something yeah. extra. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I like when bands do that. I can't stand when you buy an EP and then it's got like you know the songs that are on the album. It's like why? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There's also nice things with, with bands like Iron Maiden. When you yeah. when you flip flip the single, there was a, a cover of a Jethro Tull song or Montrose or Body or whatever. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> I believe mean, that's that's nice to see. Oh, is that the is that the same song as the one from the early seventies? And listen yeah. to their version and how they uh, try to 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 give it their own uh, touch. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I like as a, as a collector and a, and a fan of uh, of. Yeah, of heavy heavy rock, heavy metal, you know. Now you you sent me a couple of the songs, and one of them was a cover. I can't remember which one it was off the top of my head. Is that on the EP? Oh, that was uh, yeah, that's a, a rare and obscure cover cover song uh, by a band called Tempest. Okay, yep. They have uh, it, it originally. It was released around 1972 or something, and they had a very young and talented guitarist called Alan Holsworth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He uh, he's a very uh, he, he had after, he had a career as a, a, a master. Of, uh, of oh my God! Every thirty minutes, he's right. Hello. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> this, this will be the last time, please. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it, actually it's it, it's thirty minutes each time. It is. It, that's what yeah. I just said. Every, it's 30, every, minutes. every thirty minutes, then we, <laughs> that is so weird. Uh, the other, uh, there was another program we used to use where we used to have people call into it that didn't have um, you know, video, and it never did that to us. So this is new. It's okay. it's, it's it's a Skype issue, stupid Skype. <laughs> yeah. Any, but anyway, um, yeah, you were talking about uh, the Tempest uh, song. Yeah, it's a, a, a it's a written, uh, written by a guy called Alan Holsworth, uh, a young uh, when he was young. And he later on became a, a very famous uh, guitarist in the progressive rock uh, uh, genre, you know, mm-hmm. playing with a band called UK with Bill Bruford from Yes and uh, so on. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know UK. Bang, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, so that song is, I like that song a lot. It's very good. Is there, <laughs> other, is there other covers too on the uh, main album? Yeah, there's a few more. Oh, really? Okay. There's, there's a few more covers, but it, it's uh, it's mainly uh, songs I recorded uh, and wrote myself. With, okay. Uh, with uh, yeah, a song I did with Hank Sherman, you know, and one with my bass player. The bass player did one song. Bjarne Holman and me did a, did a one song. I mean, I mean, so there, there's a bit of this and a bit of that, you know. Oh. Very cool. Well, can't wait. What is the name of the album? It's called In Amber. Okay. Like uh, you know, amber. It's uh, it pre- preserves insects and so on for millions of years. Mm-hmm. When you see, oh, okay. do you know? Do you know what it is, amber? Yes. Yeah. I, I, um, so it's like uh, preserved uh, values of some kind, and at the same time, a small tribute to uh, the legendary album uh, Deep Purple and Rock. Oh, okay. So this is in amber. <laughs> ah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. But it, I mean, that's off off the record. <laughs> yeah. There was a small joke I found. Do you have uh, artwork for this album yet? Oh no! Now what? Are you there? Is there anybody there? I'm Hello? here. Hi. What happened? It says he's still connected. I don't know. What the? Are you being probed by aliens? What the hell was that? <laughs> the thing is, uh, uh, this uh, uh, this phone it's it's running out of uh, you oh, know, electricity. Okay. So oh. now we are we are very short of time. Okay. <laughs> All right. well, we'll it might go out in two minutes or something. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. do do you have artwork for this album yet? Yeah. It's We did that together. I I had the idea, and Hank just uh, found all the uh, the images and uh, and and made the, the graphics of it. So he said. Yeah, your phone's cutting out. Yeah, we're gonna have to cut it. All right, your phone's dying. All right, your phone's dead. <laughs> you have another phone? Uh, don't make him do that. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's been so long. I hate to have another point uh, so. Yeah, right, I gotta. Your phone's dead. I do too. My oh. ass is coming. You're there. Oh. Yeah, can you hear me? I can hear yes. you now. Do you have enough okay. battery? 
Yes, yeah, so, uh, that could be for a few minutes. All right, cool. Okay, I figured let's just finish this up and then uh, let you go. Um, I, so last thing I asked you was the artwork because that uh, got cut off. Yeah, didn't hear anything you said. So okay, uh, uh, I I did uh, I did the cover with Hank Sherman. Uh, he uh, he helped me with the idea and uh, did the, all the graphics on it. He's a specialist. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So we uh, yeah we did the uh, artwork together. Yeah. Is he on the album at all? He's uh, as a writer of one of the songs, and he did uh, all all my all my guitar uh, parts. Uh, he uh, he recorded it for me. Oh wow! So uh, as as an engineer and a, a co-songwriter and a, a graphic, what do you call it, artist for wow. the cover. Wow. So he, he plays a big part on that album as well, even though he don't play guitar on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool! Nice. Yeah. Uh, how did you get uh, back in touch with Bjorn or Bjorn? Uh, Bjorn, uh, he he's a, a dear friend of me and my wife. You know, uh, he has. Uh, a Brazilian wife and my my wife spend most of her life in, in Greece, so okay. we uh, we uh, hang out together, have a glass of wine and a good time. You know, I mean these these people are very very nice and very close to our heart here. You know, mm, yeah. so so it's on it's personal friendship. You know, and uh, mm -hmm. so of course, uh, and Diana lives uh, two one mile away from me. You know, oh, so really? that's, uh, that was quite easy. Yeah, oh, yeah. so that makes it a lot easier. Mm. So did you work on the songs together then? Uh, yeah, we uh, we arranged the songs together, me, Bjarne, and uh, and Fleming, uh, the bass player. Okay. We did we did the we did the arrangements for the songs, and the preparations for it. Yeah. Nice. And I did the final touches uh, here in in the home studio, and and we, uh, when we did the mixing, uh, to, to finish the songs completely, you know, with the overdubs and uh, you know lyric, changing the lyrics and then small small stuff, you know. Yeah. 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 Um, are you, are you going to be uh, mixing it and everything too, or is somebody else doing all that? No, uh, I did the mixing with a, a guy called Paul Christian. Uh, okay. Who, uh, he, he's a, he's uh, doing uh, most of his work is a documentary, movie, uh, soundtracks, mm -hmm. and uh, so he this guy is is more into ambient, actually into ambient music and uh, mm -hmm. and and seventies uh, psychedelic stuff, you know. Okay. So, so he'll fit I right thought in. that could be nice for a change to to work with a guy. Who 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 wasn't directly in 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 my world, you know, mm -hmm. to get some uh, inspiration from the outside, and he's a brilliant uh, uh, pianist. Yeah. So there was a few a few parts with for keyboard, you know, just uh, some themes here and there. Uh, he he played it perfectly. So so that that was that was quite uh, that was a good choice to yeah. to use him on this oh, cool. for this purpose. Now, who wrote all the lyrics? Did you let your vocalist take over for that? No, no, he 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 don't wrote any lyrics. Oh, really? Uh, I I did uh, I did all the lyrics with uh, with my old partner uh, Jesper Haritz, okay. uh, who's uh, he's a lyricist. Do we call it that lyricist? <laughs> yes. Uh, he, yeah, he, he's yeah. an excellent. He's excellent with words, you know. So uh, we we uh, we sat down. He had some poems he wrote, and we took I took the poems and 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 rearranged them as lyrics. Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah, wow. that makes it quite. Some of the lyrics are, are quite deep. Some yeah. of them are so deep that I I nearly don't understand them myself. <laughs> even though I'm the guy who who wrote it, <laughs> it's, it's, it says there's some weird shit in it, but uh, it it makes sense because uh, uh, of course my my singer is American, and he say it it it, it makes sense what you wrote. It makes sense. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I take that as a good. Uh, I mean, wow. then it should be good enough. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, were the was the music wrote written around the lyrics, or was the lyrics after the music? Um, uh, on Fountain of Grace, uh, we we did uh, we did, yes, but did the lyrics while I did the music. Mm -hmm. We did it like that, but the rest, uh, the music came first, and then uh, I wrote. Uh, we found the lyrics for for the music. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Well, we can't wait till this release comes out. Sounds very interesting, yeah. and the the three songs that you sent me were really good. I, oh, sound, thanks, man! Were, I, re were, I really appreciate that. They were, you know, not even fully mixed versions, and they sounded, you know, like fully mixed versions to me. They sounded awesome. So great, great to I hear, can't, man! Can't wait to hear thanks. what they sound like when they're fully done and everything. I'm definitely going to be first day buyer. <laughs> great, <laughs> great to hear, man! Thanks too. a lot. Thanks a lot. Uh, now, now you're also involved with Dennis Sherman, and uh, what, what else are you involved in? Uh, actually, we are uh, we are just we just finished uh, a Flying V uh, documentary, uh, a film okay. about the Flying V guitar. Oh, 
Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah, and I, uh, I mean, uh, I have uh, James Hitfield there, Kerry King from Slayer, I have uh, Damon Stain mm-hmm. from Megadeth, uh, Michael Schenker, uh, I have uh, Matthias from Scorpions, uh, because he run a guitar shop in Munich, mm-hmm. so we went down to Munich and filmed him there. I have Andy Powell from Wishbone S, I have uh, Brian Chattler from uh, Diamond Hits, yeah. Uh, of course, me and Hank are there, Andy LaRock from King Diamond's band, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, uh, Michael Amos from uh, Arch Enemy, I mean, some of the big, you know, the Flying V players, yeah, they are all in there. Uh, my favorite band, I'm not, nothing against Marcel Fade or King Diamond or anything that you do, but my favorite okay. band is, is Halloween. Is there anybody from Halloween in this movie? No, because it, 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 do they play <laughs> Flying V? Yes! I, I mean, I, I met Jürgen. I played with Jürgen in uh, in uh, in uh, Tel Aviv, and he played a, a, a. I think he played a blacklist Paul. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he's he's out. <laughs> but what about, yeah. Kai, Kai is he playing uh, the Flying I, I believe Kai plays a Flying V, but I definitely know that uh, Michael Whitecath has played a Flying V. Oh, I'm yeah, I'm sorry to hear that because uh, we we spent four years traveling around the world to get all the all the V players. I mean, of course, there were room for fourteen or fifteen players. Yeah. Well, uh, we had to leave. Uh, we had to leave some someone out, you know, and and. Uh, uh, there was only two we were not able to get. We wanted, uh, and the, uh, one was Leslie West. We went okay. to New Jersey, and uh, uh, in the cab, just half an hour from uh, from his place, oh, wow. his, his nurse called and say he's too sick because he had uh, amputated his leg. Oh, wow. uh, he had this uh, uh, diabetes uh, shit, you oh. know. So uh, just half half an hour before the interview, it was cancelled. <laughs> wow. I mean, in in a cab to New Jersey, and the other wow. one was Paul Stanley. We mm-hmm. tried to. I mean, then he was on vacation in Hawaii, and then he he didn't answer the, this and that. And I finally I lost it. I said, you know, oh, just forget it, you know. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. That was this was the only two guitarists we were aiming for who were not able to uh, to be part of it. Mm. So well. and yeah, then I mean we've been quite busy with that, but it's done now. You know, we're just waiting for for to to get it the final step to Netflix or whatever you know to get it right. released worldwide uh, and then I uh, I run every month I run uh, the biggest trivia show in Denmark music trivia oh. as a host oh, okay. oh really oh. so uh, yeah I've been doing that for the last 15 years and of course I do my shop you know and I do huh? interviews and uh, seminars and <laughs> I mean my life is music I yeah. mean I spend I spend every waking hour on 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 all all the things I do you know yeah. So also stay in touch, you know, with uh, what's happening, you know, new releases of bands, you know. I have a soft spot for Swedish bands these days. Oh, that seems to be like Swedish the hot. Bands. Yeah, it seems to be like the hot spot for uh, metal lately. Like a lot of the really good bands that come from Sweden. Oh yeah, yeah, man. I, I uh, bands like Sorcerer, uh, the uh-huh. band Dust. Uh, I mean, Avatarium. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. this, everything lies life Italy in touches. <laughs> I'm interested in Candlemas. You know, yeah. I mean. I mean, so all these bands, there's a lot of great uh, Swedish bands who play old school uh, heavy rock, you know, yeah. stoner, uh, uh, psychedelic stuff and shit. I'm uh, really, in, I, I dig into that, you know, try to check it out, you know, because it's not far away from uh, what I do my, if, if, with my band, you know. Right. So to stay in touch with, uh, and uh, a lot of correspondence with, with people who are interested in the same uh, as I, I am, you know, uh, obscure early yeah. 70s, uh, hard and heavy, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah, so. so what, what's your favorite band right now? Uh, this moment, uh, it's a British band called Trapeze. Okay. Okay. Trapeze, it's yeah, a, with, with the, 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 uh, Glenn Hughes, the bass player, who was in Deep Purple, uh, Dave Holland was the drummer, he was from Judas Priest, mm-hmm. yep. and the guitarist McGalley, he was in uh, White Snake. So he was a power trio, early seventies, uh, a bit funk, funk in, in inspired soul, but but very heavy and very well played. Yeah. A bit like Deep Purple, actually. A bit like okay. Deep Purple. Yeah. Nice. So that movie. Yeah. Uh, well, whose idea was it for that movie? Yours? Uh, yeah, I did it with a guy called Peter. Uh, Peter, he's the he's the cameraman, and I'm I'm the I'm the one with uh, I'm the one with the script, the, like the All producer. Right. Yeah. So. So of course, um, the first one I asked was uh, uh, James James Hetfield because he's a friend of mine. Right. And when he said yes, everyone said, "Oh, James Hetfield's in." <laughs> then I want I also want to be part of it. That opened yeah. every door, you know. 
Everyone yeah, yeah, yeah. was just, wow, <laughs> cool. Yeah. Oh, cool. So now I got, uh, yeah, I mean, all the big, well, all the big guns. You know, you're going you're to have to add some bonus features on there and get some two of those guys from Halloween at least. I mean, come on. <laughs> Actually, do I, mean, it, I, I, I think I know me. some of these guys because they supported us in Copenhagen when, right. uh, when I played with King Diamond. Right. They were supporting us. And while we passed that dressing room, uh, the bass player was sitting uh, playing Merciful Fate riffs on the oh, bass. Really? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I said, wow. Because they were semi-big semi already then in the mid-80s, you know. Right. Halloween was quite quite big already there, you know. He yeah. was sitting there playing Merciful Fate uh, because, you know, we were passing by, you know. Mm, <laughs> that was right. a nice move. That was nice. He was, he was looking for a job, maybe. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I think there was one of the guys who died uh, a few years yeah, ago. Yeah, uh, well, a couple of years ago, like, like 93, 94, the drummer, yeah. Oh, there was the drummer who died. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was sad died. to hear that. Yeah. And it was by his own hand or something, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very terrible, uh, yeah. He jumped out of yeah. a, a hotel window. Oh shit! Yeah. Say, I'm oh what? That's sad. I'm, yeah. That makes me sad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was tough. But yeah. What are you gonna do? Uh, Greg, got anything? I was just gonna say, since it's all flying bees, uh, did you happen to get uh, Brian Tatler from Diamond Head? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, a very a British gentleman, a very nice guy. Mm. Awesome. Cool. He was a very, very nice, a cool guy to talk to. Also, the guy Wolf Hoffman from Accept. But oh, what an really? intelligent man, you know, a very, very polite and intelligent guy. He was, he was, he was, he was really fun to do, you know. Mm. <laughs> Funny guy. Yeah. Excellent. Right. I look forward to it. It sounds like it's going to be awesome. It's going to be killer, man. <laughs> it's a, it's yeah. a brilliant uh, small. I mean, it's it's maybe one hour ten minutes, but it's like if you're into that shit, you know. Yeah. I mean, oh, you're yeah. in heaven. You're in heaven. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely, definitely keep us up on uh, when that's going to come out because uh, you'll actually come back on the show and you know promote that we, too. You know? we, I can promise you a feature on it if you're ready for that. And then we could do, we can get clippings and and see all kinds of uh, stuff. You know. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, P Peter, my my uh, cameraman will help me uh, to prepare it for you. Yeah. Very cool. Awesome. Yeah. We yeah. would love to see you on video. <laughs> yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, for a change. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then also cool. make sure we have the right guy on the phone. We could be talking to anybody right now. Just making yeah. Up. <laughs> Actually, I'm, I'm Michael Dennis' cousin. I, I'm, <laughs> but it was fun doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I knew it. That snow show can't be trusted for nothing. I knew it. I never trust a blonde guy from Sweden. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Oh, man. Well. Did you ever think Merciful Fate was ever going to get back together? I mean, um, I'm in shape for it, and I'm ready anytime, any place, man. Mm. But uh, I, I'm not sure King had the same plans, you know. He's busy doing his uh, stuff, you know, and he's doing very, very good. So why should he? Uh, why should should he split in three when he can have a hundred percent? Yeah. Well, I, so but I then, mean, and then uh, again, I. I, I saw an interview with him uh, he did uh, a few months ago, and he said um, if, if it should be done, it, it might be with the, with the band who, the, money, the, the lineup who did the last two albums. Nah. And uh, that leaves me out, you know. Nah. <laughs> then, then it's not the original lineup he wants. Yeah. He, wa yeah, he wanted yeah, to do yeah. it with the Swedish guys. Yeah. So, it, I mean, it's a bit no, sad, but uh, if that, what he, that's how we feel, you know, I, I cannot do anything about it. Really. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. and then you you know even if he did go that way, I I I know you got a new album, and then I also really enjoy the uh, Denner Sherman stuff. Uh, I love the fact that uh, Ripper and Snowy are on there. Uh, reminds me in a way of when it's not uh, Ripper, not Ripper. You talk, uh, I Sean, mean Sean, Sean Peck. Peck. I mean, Sean, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Sean Peck. No, what I was gonna say was it reminds me in a way. Owens did when he first came into Judas Priest and did uh, Jugulator. You guys have yeah. evolved, but it still has that same feel. Exactly. Yeah, the, the thing is, an impossible task to go in and, and, and try to replace King. So that's why we didn't call him Merciful Fate, of course. Yeah, yeah. We mm -hmm. called it Dennis Sherman because uh, that's a legal way to go. You know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Hank. yeah, I mean, they, no, there can be nothing wrong, wrong in that. Yeah. And uh, and as a, a respect for what Merciful Fate is all about, we will never call it Merciful Fate. You know, yeah. even though uh, uh, Sean can uh, pitch, you know, and and sing close to King, 
and also, of course, uh, his uh, uh, the way he sounds like uh, Rob Halford and so on, uh, which is mm-hmm. one of my my favorite singers. So, and I mean, Sean was an obvious choice for it, and uh, and I think he did he did a wonderful job on these uh, these two uh, records, you know. Mm. You so, think there'll be another album with uh, Dennis Sherman? Yeah, I I hope so. I hope yeah. so. But we have to wait and see because we lost uh, our contract with Metal Blade. You know, we're not uh, we're not on that label anymore oh, really? for some reasons. Um, so, uh, but I, I think King King is on the on, on Metal Blade as well. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it could maybe there was a conflict uh, some somehow not having us on the same label as him. I don't I don't know I don't know. I'm, I I'm hope sure, not. I'm sure. I hope that's not the reason. <laughs> it, it's so. probably Sean Peck's fault somehow. Oh, okay. <laughs> that guy, that guy, that guy is just total. He's total trouble. That guy. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He he has an opinion, <laughs> or two or five or ten. But I mean, he's a dear friend of mine. So, yeah. oh, <laughs> I mean, he was he was on our show uh, at the beginning of the year, talking about yeah. the, the three tremors that he did that album. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah no, he's a very cool guy. Yeah, he is. He uh, they played here in Copenhagen uh, six months ago or something, and okay. they asked me to go on stage and join them for some personal oh, wow. stage songs. Oh yeah, I think and I remember we did those it. <laughs> we did yeah. it. It was that was fun. Yeah, yeah. cool. Oh, cool. Well, I really appreciate you coming on, and uh, we we did talk to Michael for like two hours tonight, and he's part of a whole other show which you guys are going to see uh, later on. I'm not even going to say because it's a big surprise what that show is, but. Uh, yeah. I think we've talked Michael's ear off tonight, right? <laughs> and oh, vice versa. <laughs> but yeah, thanks yeah. so much for coming on and talking. It was my pleasure, man. It was fun. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. We really uh, hope you do very well with the new album. Uh, I definitely thanks, man. Tell people please go to YouTube and watch the new uh, video, and definitely check out the, the EPs and, and you know buy them because you're gonna love them. If you love that that, that doomy and that seventies type sound, it's awesome. And the thing I also love too is um, you have kind of like your your old signature guitar sound back. I think. Oh yeah, that's yes. very important. <laughs> yeah, I'm still here, definitely. Yeah, you can yeah. definitely tell it's you. That I know it's yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, even though my phone is not working well. <laughs> okay. If you ever watch one of our episodes, you'll see that's just part of our show. <laughs> cool. Okay. Right. Hang on one second before we go. But I just want to end the show, and I just want to say goodbye to you okay. after that. All right. Again, thank you very much, Michael. And uh, we'll be back. We'll be back next week, guys. And see you then. It never stops Like a river towards the sea Like you and me In that rush Trying to be From your fountain of praise It flows